Welcome, listeners, to our review of Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. Agent Brad, the IMF is not just a rogue organization. It is a disgraced one. Every one of the attacks you attributed to the Syndicate, the IMF is there. It's a long story. I want you to choose your next words very carefully. Where is Hunt? I have no way of contacting him. He's deep cover. Ethan, where are you? The Syndicate is real. They know who we are. They're trained to do what we do. An anti-IMF. Neither one of us is equipped to fight them alone. You want to bring down the Syndicate? It's impossible. How do you know we can trust her? Desperate times. Desperate measures. So, Mission Impossible Rogue Nation released in 2015, starring Tom Cruise, Jeremy Renner, Simon Pegg, Rebecca Ferguson, Ving Rhames, Sean Harris, and Alec Baldwin, with music by Joe Kramer. Michael Giacchino didn't return to compose this film, obviously, because he had scheduling conflicts with Jurassic World. I mean, in fairness, he probably got paid a lot more for Jurassic World. I think he most definitely did. A lot more. Yes. <laughs> with the cinematography, again, by Robert Ellsworth, Academy Award-winning Robert Ellsworth, written and directed by Christopher... Christopher? Christopher! Christopher Macquarie. Do you know what else he's written? Yes, he wrote The Usual Suspects. Yes, he did. Yeah. He also wrote Edge of Tomorrow. That was a fantastic movie. Got a good resume under his belt then, doesn't he? It's not bad. It's really not bad at all. The producers wanted to actually get Brad Bird back, but uh, he declined the offer because he wanted to go do Tomorrowland. I think that was a misstep. Oops. <laughs> Tomorrowland's a film that looked great in the trailers. Like, I yeah. really like the trailers. Man, it fell flat, though. Absolutely. This is actually Christopher McQuarrie's only third directed film. His first one was The Way of the Gun. Have you seen that? Never heard of it. Really? Ryan Philippe, Benicio Del Toro? No, still haven't heard of it. Very forgettable. Then you did Jack Reacher. That's a shit That's a shit film. Getting some Tom Cruise love in him. That's probably why Tom Cruise like, hey, why don't you come do uh, Rogue Nation? We work well together. Hmm. So this film's plot was uh, very difficult to, to develop, apparently. Tom Cruise and Macquarie admitted that the film didn't have a script when it went into production. Seems to be a, a trend for some of these Mission Impossible films. I tell you, they hide it really well. They just had the uh, major action sequences planned out when they started filming. Like, I honestly hate hearing that. It really does diminish the film for me a bit. But does it, if you like the film in the end, does it make it better? Like, wow, they, they managed to do this script. I, mean, this- I don't like it any less, but it's just, it's such an odd thing going into filming, not having a script done. Like, for example, the underwater heist sequence was outlined from beginning to end, but they didn't know what he was stealing at the time. They just wrote that into it. What is he going to steal in this scene? Hmm, fair enough. All right, let's talk about casting. Jessica Chastain was the first choice to play Ilsa Faust, but she declined because she didn't want to spend six months training for the role. That's odd. She also turned down a role in Oblivion, so that's two times she's turned down Tom Cruise. I mean, I'm glad it went to Rebecca Ferguson. She's really good in this. Yeah, she was unanimously the second choice for every, from everyone. <laughs> unanimously the second choice. You say unanimously like, yeah, it's like really good second choice. Yeah, when Chastain says no, they're like, well, who do you want? Ferguson, Ferguson, Ferguson. Done. Paula Patton and Maggie Q were supposed to come back in their characters from three and four, but they actually dropped out for other scheduling conflicts. Bugger if I know what they were. Yeah, I mean- What scheduling conflicts do Patton and Maggie Q have to not come back from Mission Impossible? I'm so glad they didn't, though. What do you mean, too much? Eh, too much. Keep refreshing it. Did you hear who was considered to play Solomon Lane? No, I did not. Mr. Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, I'm really glad it wasn't. Yeah, Sean Harris. Oh, 
He's, he's quite a step up from the uh, Mikhail Nyquist random bloke from yeah, Ghost Sh- Protocol. Sean Harris is great, and Benedict Cumberbatch would have just been Benedict Cumberbatch doing his thing. Yeah, Sean, much prefer Sean. Harris. Sean Harris's voice in this is so so quiet. Yeah, but menacing. Like, oh. freaks me out. It's great. It's really good. He's got these tiny lips as well. His mouth's always it's really closed. You know what I'm saying? Almost like uh, <laughs> not quite Godfather, but that's where I was going. <laughs> <laughs> So 2015 was also the year of The Man from Uncle, which Tom Cruise was supposed to star in. Do you know who that role went to? Uh, Henry Cavill. Very good. I haven't seen it. I have. It's pretty good. Is it? Yeah, it's not bad. Ah, nice. Yeah, it's good fun. But this did premiere on the 25th of July in 2015. The original release date was actually supposed to be December 25th. However, they pulled it forward because they didn't want to get into competition with Spectre and The Force Awakens. Yeah, who cares about Spectre? Well, the they did at the Star- time. The new Star Wars is coming out. Yeah, they're like, stuff that. <laughs> Let's pull this back. Let's get this out in the middle of the year. The film was actually completed at 2 a.m. on July 18th. It was less than two weeks before the release date. Wow. Yeah. Gee, that sounds bad. Two weeks. Yep. Fair enough. But it has a runtime of 131 minutes with a tagline of desperate times, desperate measures. <laughs> What are these generic taglines? Generic taglines dot <laughs> com. Yes. Oh, this is a good one. <laughs> With a budget of one hundred and fifty million dollars, it grossed one hundred ninety-five million in America for eleventh for the year, and worldwide grossed six hundred and eighty-three million for eighth for the year. Wow, that's huge. Yeah, and still eighth for the year. That's huge. Yeah, so big success. Very well done. I mean, I guess I should have expected it. The whole team came back for basically Rogue Nation 2, didn't they? <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, except for Jeremy Renner. Ah, shocking. However, he still has one more Mission Impossible film in his contract to go. So obviously, if the studio wants him, he has to honour it. But the studio don't have to honour that, do they? I think they do. He has a contract that he ha- that he's still in one more Mission Impossible movie. Hmm. But we'll, we'll talk about why he wasn't in Fallout when we get to Fallout. Yeah. So classic Tom Cruise, he was injured six times during the making of this movie. Anything serious? No, I mean, he's still alive. He's still going strong. I saw a pebble hit him at one stage. Yeah, he thought that was pretty harsh when he was on the aeroplane, but apparently just like lodged into his clothes. So wasn't that big of a deal? And I get hit with pebbles all the time. Not at that speed. I mean, my kids are strong. They can throw pretty quick. (laughs) The speed of a plane. Here he is. Let's get him. So the subtitle of this film, Rogue Nation, caused a small conflict between Paramount Pictures and Disney, which announced its Star Wars spin-off, Rogue One, coming out. Come on. Yep. I had never even connected the two. Both production companies came to an agreement, though. In exchange for use of the title, Disney wouldn't promote or release any promotional material of its film until Paramount released Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. Look at that. Yeah. Big wigs getting along. Rarity. There is hope for the world yet. This was like four years ago, so I don't think there's much left. It's all gone to shit. <laughs> and this does have an average of 7.4 over 316,000 ratings. So not bad. Not bad. Not bad. But why don't we find out if it's at least a 7.4 for us, mate? Mm. Let's get into it. Thank you very much, listeners, for checking out this patron preview. Yeah, if you want to check out the whole episode, we've got everything over on patreon.com slash imdbjourney. And we've got over 50 bonus episodes over there too, including various film series like the Die Hard series, X-Men series, Mission Impossible series. We've also gone through some notable film directors 
such as Wes Anderson, Edgar Wright and Quentin Tarantino. That's right, there's also tons of other benefits too, early access to our main show, patron-only polls that we put up on the regular. Yeah, exactly. You can also shape the show the way you want it to be by telling us what films you would like us to break down. And Dean said it's spot on patreon.com slash imdbjourney. Go ahead and head on over there and check out all the rewards and benefits we have to offer. And we thank you once again for checking us out. Thanks, y'all. 